Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you today with Scott Colby. Scott is the owner of Say It With Gratitude. He's also an author and a speaker, and he's currently focused on helping healthcare institutions create happier workplaces by leading with gratitude. In this episode, Scott and I chat about what it means to lead with gratitude in our personal and in our professional lives, and how we can create a culture of gratitude in the workplace. This is a great episode. You don't want to miss it. So grab your drink of choice and join us. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jennifer. I am thrilled to be here. So thankful for uh, the opportunity to speak. I'm so happy you're here. Um, I'm so happy to chat with you about one of my favorite topics, which is gratitude and something that I've been practicing practicing for a very long time and can speak to on a personal level. So I'm hoping you'll you'll share more about that as it pertains to healthcare, the workplace, the workforce and culture. Um, I understand you got a little friend uh, who's joining us as well. <laughs> yeah, we got Miss Mia on my lap. She's my 19 year old cat and always wants to be around me. <laughs> Beautiful. So I hope she enjoys the conversation too. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Scott? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I know that's a pretty broad question. So I'm going to start with a story, if that's okay, that'll lead in how I I got into speaking about gratitude. But I uh, went to Guatemala in 2014, uh, just to volunteer to build schools out of plastic bottles. Uh, There's an organization called Hug It Forward. And that's what they, they do. They facilitate building bottle schools to help not only the education in some of the communities in Guatemala, but also the environmental issue of of a lot of trash. Um, So what they do is they take these, they'll collect about 10,000 plastic bottles to build three classrooms. 
and they'll stuff each one with enough trash until it becomes solid like a brick. And it, they call those eco bricks. And uh, they put up chicken wire. They insert these eco bricks and cement goes over that. Paint goes over that. And that's kind of the foundation of the, the classrooms there. So uh, I just cool. read about it and I wanted a little bit more fulfillment in my life at the time. So I was like, hey, let me take a journey over to Guatemala. I'd never had been there. Didn't really know what to expect. One of the most, I guess, eye-opening experiences for me came on the first day. I was with about 20 other volunteers, and we were riding a bus from the hotel where we were staying at all the way to where we were going to be building the classroom. It was about a a 90-minute bus ride. And I wasn't sure what to expect, kind of playing that, you know, uh, thoughts in my head of like, oh, what, what, what is this going to be like to meet people in, in a uh, developing community? Um, and as the bus pulled up, I looked out the window and I was completely stunned because it looked like the entire community had come out to greet us. Oh, wow. Volunteers. And they had formed two lines from the bus about um, maybe 50 yards back. And they were waving the American flag. They were playing music. And as we stepped off the bus, it actually felt like we were on the red carpet. They were giving us hugs and high fives and felt such an outpouring of support and warmth and kindness. Mm -hmm. And so that was the first thing that I noticed, like this community feel. And then I volunteered for a week. And what I learned about the community was really how little they had. You know, they don't have... The, the cell phones that we take for granted. They don't have the internet, uh, not a whole lot of clean water, not a lot of food, but they just seem to be happy and grateful the whole time. And I was just amazed by their personalities and their attitudes and knowing myself, how I complain a lot. <laughs> and yeah. so I took that experience back home with me. I was living in Colorado at the time. And I just started to think like how I could make a shift in my attitude to one where I'm actually in more gratitude and, and more positive and, and less complaining. And then I became really aware of how much complaining there is in, in the world. It just not, not only my surround surrounding circle of, of community and friends and social media, but like all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started to really like study about gratitude and I got into the practice. Um, I think, consistently after I read a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, and it's all about creating a morning routine, uh, Mm -hmm. including gratitude. So I started to practice it in my own life. And then being entrepreneurial as I am, (laughs) I started to think like, how can I make a business out of this? Um, I had previously been in the fitness industry with my own business, uh, doing some health coaching and decided like, what could I do gratitude related where I could help other people live in more gratitude. Uh, I like helping others and transforming their lives and and things like that. So I started uh, a brand uh, called Say It With Gratitude. And essentially, I thought like, what could, what is an easy thing to do to incorporate gratitude in your life? And one thing that I've learned from an early age, the power of the handwritten note, just writing handwritten notes to to people, which is kind of outdated in this day and age. Um, And so I decided to get, let's get kids in Guatemala involved with this new business. Mm -hmm. So I had kids draw artwork and I turned kids in Guatemala drew like the artwork and I turned them into thank you cards. 
And I, that's how I started Say It With Gratitude. And then eventually uh, I started to really notice like, hey, companies seem like they need more gratitude in their, in their uh, organization to just to thrive better, to create happy workplaces. And just knowing from my experience back when I was in the corporate world or uh, did some research in hospital settings and things like that, like, hey, gra- gratitude isn't really used at work that much. And so start to speak on the topic of gratitude, learn about uh, how unhappy a lot of uh, employees actually are. And I've been trying to help uh, help companies lead with gratitude ever since. And so that's just, yeah, just a little bit about my journey. Wow, that's an amazing journey. So that was since 2014. So yeah. that was eight years ago. Yeah, eight um, years ago that, that I went to Guatemala. Yeah, right. and then I started to say it with gratitude in 2016. So 20, okay, so not so long after. Yeah, yeah. you kind yeah. of started adopting it yourself personally, and then just yes. started thinking, well, if this is helping me. Like, how can it? And it's helped, um, and you've seen it, um, and you know, in Guatemala, what it was doing for the community there, and how it was bringing people together. You started to adopt that yourself here and, you know, in this environment. Um, I just think that's pretty cool. And then you just thought, well, how could others benefit from this? And now you're thinking more organizationally and bringing it to um, to healthcare organizations. Yeah, that's right. And it was kind of by accident. You know, I, I noticed when I was selling the the greeting cards that some companies started to buy them. And that oh. gave, initially I thought like, you know, it's going to be individuals, they're going to buy packs of, you know, thank you cards just to write whatever when they get gifts or whatnot. Uh, I noticed some companies started to buy thank you cards just to thank their customers and clients, which I loved because as a biz- term business owner uh, myself in the fitness industry, I was always a big believer in sending out thank you cards to, to clients mm-hmm. uh, that I had. Um, and then uh, I was asked uh, in 2019 by a friend of mine uh, to speak at uh, the Wisconsin Healthcare Association spring event as the closing keynote. Uh, And she was telling me, so she works in long-term healthcare. Mm. And she was telling me at the time, this was pre-COVID, just just kind of the challenges they have in retaining uh, good team members and getting people to apply for positions. So actually it worked place or, or staff shortage back in 2019, they were being challenged by. So she wanted to bring me in to speak about really how to appreciate your team, how to create a happy workplace by leading with gratitude. Um, and from there, I started to get other speaking engagements from other uh, healthcare associations at their conferences, just to really to speak about the same topic because they were having that same issue. Uh, and now post not well not post COVID, but we're still in the yep. pandemic somewhat <laughs> here. But I've you know done a lot of reading in terms of the challenges that uh, the frontline workers are still having, but even worse. Um, mm-hmm. And I've just actually uh, for the Wisconsin group, they've invited me back to speak this fall uh, on the challenges that they've been having and and what current solutions to those challenges using gratitude. Uh, connecting team members in a more meaningful way. Um, so yeah, it, it was kind of by mistake that I, not by mistake, but by accident, was it really seeking out the health healthcare mm-hmm. industry? But it makes sense because I actually uh, have a background in working at hospitals and in research institutions. 
before I got into the fitness industry, that's the type of, um, that was the type of organization that I worked for. And I kind of remembered not ever being appreciated yeah. back over a decade ago for the work that I was doing, which really triggered an interest in pursuing this. Like, Hey, like I'm starting to talk about gratitude more. I didn't appreciate, I didn't feel appreciated at work when I uh, worked for a hospital. I'm reading that other people feel the same way. Mm-hmm. One eye opening statistic I use in my presentations always. Uh, this was actually a few years ago, but it's so it's probably a little bit worse uh, now. But there was a survey by OC Tanner that um, they found out that 79% of people that leave an organization, so mainly because they don't feel appreciated in the workplace. So, okay, um, yeah, that's and that that number was eye opening to me. And so it got me interested, like, hey, let me see if I can just help create a solution around that. Yeah, or at least improve that. Like yeah. almost 80% is pretty high. Mm-hmm. What What is the difference, um, Scott, between gratitude and appreciation? So is appreciation, like in the context that you're explaining it, it sounds like it's more a bit of recognition um, in, in the organizational context, but I, I know there's a difference between the two. Can yeah. You- Talk about that a bit. They're very closely related. I use gratitude as being thankful, being present, being mindful. Appreciation, I feel, is more directly linked to an actual person. So while gratitude, you could be grateful for life by just kind of sitting back and taking a moment and looking outside your window Mm -hmm. and noticing the beauty of life. You could be grateful for that. When I when I use appreciation really going a little bit deeper than that and talking about like, it could be like, Hey, what is a personality trait about Jennifer that I appreciate? Mm -hmm. Um, And then telling you that. Um, And so it actually goes deeper than recognition Uh, with recognition. I know there are some companies that have a uh, employee recognition program basically Mm -hmm. uh, to recognize for a job well done. I think that's a good start, but I think to take it even the next level is starting to appreciate team members for who they are, the human that they are. Like Jennifer, you have an awesome sense of humor. <laughs> we love that whenever you're in a room, just laugh. And so that's going to be more meaningful to you probably than Jennifer, you did a great job with this patient as okay. an example. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so. It's not an easy question to answer, but that's kind of how I differentiate gratitude and appreciation and then appreciation from recognition. Yeah, no, that actually is very clear to me. So I think, thanks for sharing that. I haven't heard it explained that way, but uh, even so, like even with my gratitudes, I try to be a little like more like like deeper, I guess you can say, or a little more significant about it when I do Mm. my own personal gratitudes, like for life (laughs) or, you know, so I try to be a little more specific because otherwise I feel like I'm sometimes saying the same thing or being grateful for the same thing over and over. And I think in my mind, it's like, I've got to capture all of it (laughs) (laughs) when really Uh, it's supposed to be different. I think is what I've read is that, you know, if you could be grateful for like three different things a day, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to similar things. So sometimes I just go into more detail or I, I, you know, I change characteristics or whatever it is uh, of what it is. 
Yeah, and I, I love that you said that. And that's um, one thing that I teach is, you know, some people write down their gratitudes every day in a journal. Right. And uh, I think sometimes we, myself included, kind of maybe go through the motions like, hey, let's just get through this as fast as I can. <laughs> so today I'm grateful for my health, my cat and my house. Tomorrow right. I'm grateful for my job, uh, my you know, food and uh, a friend. And like you said, it may not be very specific. So if you are more specific, you can take it to a deeper level. Then you actually feel it mm-hmm. and it's more meaningful. So to be specific, one of the things you could do is answer the question, why? So if I'm grateful for a friend of mine, why am I grateful for that friend? What is it about that friend that I absolutely love? And uh, you can re- think about what would life look like without that friend? Or what would look like life look like without your dog or without yes. food on the table? And think about it that way. If you didn't have it, how maybe less meaningful your life would be. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you are very right. Go deeper with your gratitude. That's a yeah. Great- and feeling the, I like how you put that too, the absence of it and the emotion, mm. the emotion you get behind that as well. So organizationally, how do you, I mean, I know you can't give your keynote in this podcast, but <laughs> I how, may try. Like, I may try. <laughs> like what are or organizationally, like I'm assuming uh, you're talking about adopting core value or practicing it, um, gratitude, sorry, as a core value. And how do, where does one begin? Like if you have an organization of thousands of employees, like where does one begin to start changing that culture? Great question. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a t- couple different ways to begin. Um, you know, I think of appreciating your team. Uh, there's also just adopting a core value of gratitude. So it's in everything that you do. Um, so let's look at appreciating your team first, since that might be of interest to your audience here. I've studied over the last few years is that, or one thing I've learned over the last few years from studying, um, is that we all have a different way that we like to be appreciated. Um, so some of them may be the same, but we all have a unique let's say a language of appreciation. Um, So if you're familiar with the five languages of the five love languages book by Dr. Gary Chapman, um, there's also a companion book to that called the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. And so they're the same languages, which are words of affirmation, quality time, tangible gifts, physical touch and acts of service but they're just applied into the workplace instead of into personal relationships. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways to start is, and this is challenging, and this may be why a lot of companies don't do this, but is to find out more about each team member and how would they like to feel appreciated at work? Mm. Um, It it may seem daunting to do that uh, because especially if you have a big company, but the rewards can pay off. Imagine if you do that and the result is a happy workplace that's very productive, uh, they're engaged, they trust you, and they stick with you for years and years. Well, then you've saved your company quite a bit of money instead of this rotating turnover of employees. Um, so it seems overwhelming to start to, to try to find out how, how each individual person likes to be appreciated. Start with words of affirmation. Uh, studies show that about 50% of team members 
prefer to be appreciated with words. That then a little bit of a shift since the pandemic because a lot of people went to remote work. And oh. so then they started to prefer quality time more. Actually, they got lonely working from home. Mm. So they appreciated the quality time of maybe an interaction like this. Right. Um, but if we're talking about in-person work, uh, words of affirmation is the most popular one. So you could simply start with words of affirmation and incorporate some sort of um, gratitude program using words of affirmation. And it doesn't have to be a formal program either. It could just be like, hey, I'm going to start writing one card a week to one of my team members and tell them what I appreciate about them. Something like that. And that's, that's, that's a good way to start. Um, once you start to build on that, you do want to chat with your individual team members to really see like what resonates with them and what doesn't. Again, mm -hmm. we're all unique beings. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're all going to resonate with appreciation different. Some people, they may like words of affirmation, but they don't want to be recognized in front of a crowd of a hundred people. They would rather have a one-on-one -on -one interaction where you you know, tell them what you appreciate about them. So, yeah. um, so words of affirmation is a great place to start. Having said that kind of the underlying theme to all of this is communication. So just chatting with your team members and asking questions instead of just doing things how they've always been done. So Asking questions and communications is, is one of the best ways to get to know uh, your team. Ask meaningful questions where they feel they can feel safe to open up to you. So creating a safe space is also important, um, but that's critical. Um, just ask questions, listen, ask questions and listen, and then find out how each individual person likes to be appreciated. Yeah. I like how you said that, like how people like to be appreciated and almost um, finding that out first, because I think some organizations do express appreciation, but it might not be um, received in the way that that unique person like will receive it. Right. They might not, they might not recognize it as much if that's not the way they, they want to receive the appreciation. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. By taking, I think, like you said, by investing on the front end and taking the time to get to know your team that way, uh, you know, that could result in a, in a happier work workforce as well, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think then you're not wasting your time too, appreciating in a way <laughs> that, yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? So yes, we feel exactly. like it's, you know, it makes sense on both ends. It, um, and uh, Jennifer, I was going to say it could cost the company money, I guess, if they appreciate their team members in the wrong way. You know, right, if, exactly. If you're giving your entire team, you know, a hundred dollar bonus, but only 10% like uh, tangible gifts as the way they want to feel appreciated. And the other 90, while they might appreciate the, uh, the, the gesture, it yeah. doesn't do anything to their heart. Then, you know, you're kind of spinning your wheels there. Or if, uh, you know, if your boss takes you out to lunch, but you don't want to spend quality time with your boss. You'd rather be appreciated by an act of service. Maybe your boss helps you with a project. Mm -hmm. And if you like to receive appreciation through acts of service, a boss helping you with a project or a coworker helping you with a project is going to be more meaningful to you than taking you out to lunch. So that's mm -hmm. why if you do it in the wrong language, while you might you know, be good intentioned and right. still a good place to start, 
you'll eventually be spinning your wheels until you find out how each person likes to be appreciated. Right. And that makes a lot of sense. I mean, with when we speak about burnout, you know, nursing for like nursing um, profession has been, I think it was nursing that I last read in the research, you know, has been surveyed. And there's so many different things that people would want to be, you know, appreciated for or recognized for in different ways that might help to, you know, reduce burnout risk. You know, for some people, it's increased pay, like you said. Uh, For some people, it's, you know, paid time, you know, paid sick time. For some people, it's, um, you know, just maybe loo time or whatever it might be, or banking time. Uh, I know for me personally, I have my ways too. Now that you've made me more self-aware now of how I actually like to be appreciated. So I kind of like that, the autonomy of being appreciated really, um, because, uh, yeah. I think you're going to be recognized. I think that's a good way to lead with that as an organization. Like you want to recognize your team, right? So how can we best recognize you in a way that makes you feel appreciated? I think, I think that's awesome. Absolutely. And and like, and like we said with like, when we talked about journaling, when you Mm -hmm. do words of affirmation, the more specific you could be, the better. Yeah. Um, So that's good. And then back to tangible gifts. Like uh, if somebody likes tangible gifts as their way they like to receive appreciation if you can make the gift personal to them okay so not just um maybe you know an amazon gift card but maybe like this jeffers like i know most people are are listening on audio a picture of cats on them Uh, that's (laughs) that's a more meaningful gift for me like i'll never forget who gave me that gift because it means something to me versus like you know an amazon or starbucks gift card Right. Yeah. You've made me really, (laughs) you've made me really aware right now because the other, the extension of that is that I, we might be recognized more than we realize, but Mm. we're just not receiving it because we Mm. don't, we just, we've never uh, maybe been asked how we feel appreciated. Right. Mm. Or what, you know, that's very interesting. Um, Is from your research, Scott is, um, is gratitude. uh, Is it an antidote to burnout? Do you like even in general, you don't have to be healthcare specific, but do you mm-hmm. know from, from the research you've done, is it an antidote to burnout or even any mental illness or, um, you know, exhaustion? Anything? Yeah, th- there are so many benefits to gratitude. So I definitely think it does play a role um, to helping with all of that exhaustion, burnout, depression. Uh, if you look at the research and look at the benefits and I actually was listening to one of your recent podcasts uh, episodes and I forgot the name of the guest, but she was talking about mindfulness. Oh yes. Teresa. And she was, she was talking about rewiring your brain and there's actually studies on gratitude. She used the exact word <laughs> rewire. Yeah. Um, you can actually rewire your brain to be more positive by incorporating gratitude in your in your life. But yeah, but the research shows there are so many benefits to, to better sleep, to, to more energy. Um, to, there's some weird benefits that you never even may think about, like lowering cholesterol, things like that. Huh. And I think this is a little bit of a good segue in that um, I think gratitude starts with you first. Um, so what I mean by that is in your own life, Um, If you're sad and depressed and down and anxious, it's going to be a little bit challenging to extend appreciation to a coworker Mm -hmm. um, because you're not going to be at your best. So how can you be expected to appreciate uh, somebody else 
in a way that's genuine and authentic. Mm-hmm. So I do think as we are talking about appreciation in the workplace, I do think it's important to practice, to um, practice personal gratitude as well. So you can, so you can get the benefits that we're talking about that the research is showing mm-hmm. less burnout, less depression, more happy, more positivity. And that way you're expressing gratitude and appreciation from a stronger point in your inner being, if you mm-hmm. will, than, mm-hmm. uh, than one that's depleted. Um, right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. It's kind of like you're, um, you know, you're, you're filling your own cup. Yes, and you, you've exactly. got, you've got some spilling over to, to kind of authentically um, appreciate others in such a way that won't take energy from you or deplete you further. Um, so yeah, that's pretty powerful. So what is, um, what is recommended? Like what, I think you kind of touched on this, but let's say somebody is like, I know I practice gratitude. Like I journal once or twice a day and I'm, I always integrate gratitudes. It's something I speak to, to like, if I'm at work, if there's ever a change in a moment for me and I'm I'm mindfully aware of it, I often express gratitude, even if it's in my mind or just, you know, kind of utter, kind of uttering words. Um, But what is recommended, like in terms of a gratitude practice, where does one begin if it's something that they want to take more seriously and uh, kind of reap the benefits of it? Sure. Um, Great question. Uh, I would say to find a gratitude practice that really resonates with you. Um, So there are many, many, many different ways to practice gratitude. I'll share a few. Um, But the best one for you is going to be the one that you're consistent one with. Uh, Me being, I guess, uh, this gratitude guy, I'm not really big on gratitude journaling. You know, I'll I'll do it for a few days and um, and then I lose kind of the momentum. I think for me, what works is actually changing it up every few days. And so I'm not a guy that's going to write in a journal for 500 straight days, but I might express gratitude for 500 straight days in various ways. And so gratitude journaling is probably the most common way to start. It's really just getting a blank piece of paper. Like we talked about writing down at least one thing that you're grateful for, and then take it a little bit deeper and answer the question, why? why you're grateful for that thing or person. Um, A couple other things you could do is kind of similar to what you just said and and just be more aware of your thoughts throughout the day. Uh, A really good book is called Flip the Gratitude Switch by Kevin Clayson. Mm -hmm. And he talks about finding the awesome in any situation, even the, the bad situations. And so just a really easy example that we've all experienced is being stuck in traffic. We might think like, our emotion, like we get anxious, we get mad, the trap moving. But the key here, what Kevin says is control what you can control. So we can't make the traffic, the cars in front of us go any faster. But what we can control is our reaction to those things. And to think about like, hey, what, what might be something good that comes with being stuck in traffic? So maybe we're able to flip the gratitude switch And we think about, well, at least I have a car. Some people don't have a car to be stuck in traffic with, and they're walking everywhere or taking a bus. Um, Maybe being stuck in traffic gives us the opportunity to listen to the healthcare provider happy hour (laughs) podcast, you know, and learn something. 
And so think about the benefits of these kind of negative situations that you're in, that's flipping the gratitude switch. Um, one I like is a gratitude jar. That's something a company could actually start with, or you could do it personally or with your family. And that's uh, essentially just taking a, any old jar and writing down, maybe on a slip of paper, one thing you're grateful for uh, each day and you're putting it in the jar. And before long, the jar is filled with slips of paper of everything you're grateful for. If you're doing it at home, you could gather the family around, let's say maybe on Thanksgiving. I know Canada and the U.S. have different uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's maybe not an inclusive holiday. So maybe that wasn't a good example. But at the first of every month, let's yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> no, that totally works. Okay. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. really, those yeah. are really good ideas. Really good ideas. Um, I have a question. I, I, I think we're just about to wrap up in a bit, but I, I do have a question about, so working in healthcare, this is something I sometimes struggle with as a provider. And I don't know if this is, if this, if you don't know the answer, or if you don't have anything to share about it, just let me know. Um, but sometimes when I leave work at the end of the day, because I work in a hospital. Um, so let's say it's a Friday afternoon, you know, I'm looking forward to the weekend, but sometimes I can't help but feel guilty, you know, in a way, like I'm grateful, like I'm grateful that, you know, I've got the freedom to, to go home. I can, you know, I'm in good enough health that I can take care of myself and go out um, and do those things. But I, there's, part, there's a part of me sometimes when I'm grateful that I feel a little guilty for you know, my, my freedom, my liberties, my independence, my self-sufficiency is that, do you ever see that? Like, is there, does that happen sometimes? <laughs> and I don't know if it's gratitude related or if it's just, you know, emotionally related. Yeah. I, I don't know if it is gratitude related, but I can definitely understand, um, those feelings, especially I think healthcare because yeah. you're working with possibly patients that are struggling. Right. right. And, yeah. uh, you know, being on social media, I see people's posts on challenges that they're having, health challenges. When I worked at a hospital, I worked with kids with cerebral palsy who mm. some of them had already had 20 surgeries by the age of you know 12. And it's like, gosh, right. why are they dealt with such a challenging life and other people are not? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know that I have the a best answer. Um, it's uh, I think it's good that you're aware of those feelings, mm-hmm. and maybe the first thing you can do is actually journal about it and yeah. start to ask questions like, "Hey, why do I feel this way? What's going on here? Why should I feel guilty just because I have these things and maybe other people don't?" Um, so I think really just kind of getting curious with your feelings. This is less the gratitude expert in me, more of the health coach in me coming out now. <laughs> I like it. Is, yeah, <laughs> they kind of they kind of work together. Yeah, they, they kind of work together. Um, and and maybe it is just being like this person has this challenge. Um, it, you know, like when I went to Guatemala, it was when I got back, I wasn't thinking of like, gosh. Like these people hardly have any clean water. Right. I was thinking like, gosh, what could I do to improve myself? Um, so not really a direct comparison to what you're feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe just get more curious with your feelings and explore them um, and know that it's okay uh, to have things that other people don't. Yeah. And then, yeah, maybe fully appreciate them. Like, yeah. yeah. And one of the things I think, helps me too is, you know, 
when I'm around my patients and they still find a lot of gratitude with where yes. they're at. Right. And I think sometimes yeah. I'm projecting, maybe I'm projecting that emotion onto them in a way without realizing it, but yeah, or it not to them specifically, but it could be just, you know, anyone in general, right. Who might be, uh, may have less than, or um, yeah, it, you know, in um, more vulnerable health status and that kind of stuff. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I, yeah, there's so much, uh, so much that you pick up <laughs> every yeah, single day. Yeah. Um, and you can learn a lot from your patients. Probably. Yeah. Right. I do. I learn so much every yeah. single day. Um, so tell us about your book, Scott. The, great the Grateful Entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I wrote that in 2018. Really, the reason I wrote it, I mean, besides my business coach saying, write a book, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> was re- really, I think sometimes I, I do things in the business world to help others, but, init- but initially it's because I need the help. And so right. I, as a business person, am not great at traditional marketing, if you will, or advertising. That doesn't really resonate with me, but connecting with people on a human level and creating relationships does. Mm -hmm. And so I started, again, starting with those thank you cards and knowing that thank you cards can make a customer feel appreciated, the customer that may have done business with me, I started to explore what are some other ways we could use gratitude to just build relationships in a business world, which would help me get more clients and retain more of my current clients. And Mm -hmm. so the book contains 40 strategies on building relationships through gratitude that can help you grow a business. Love that. Beautiful. And you can get that anywhere, like Amazon. Yeah. Uh, okay. just just Amazon. Or just Amazon. Uh, just Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And where can people connect with you? And if you have any resources to share, feel free to Yeah, certainly. So um on social media, I'm most active just on my personal page. Um, so I would say go to Facebook and then look for Scott Colby. Um, it's Facebook dot com forward slash Scott Colby. I've yep. got the username. <laughs> um, and then email uh, Scott at scottcolby.com. So you can shoot me a message and um, we can chat. I mean, that's the best way to start a relationship is just chat. Be happy to to get to know anybody that, that wants to, to have a conversation. And then I do have a resource that I put together. Um, it's over at gratitudetoolkit.com. And what it is, three things. It's my book in digital format, mm. uh, The Grateful Entrepreneur. And then I've got a, I've got these uh, cards in digital format that have meaningful questions on, on them that you can ask your staff to just create more connection. Oh, I nice. think we're craving connections as humans, whether on a personal level or in a professional setting. So these are questions that you can ask your team to create connections and less loneliness. Um, And then the third thing is actually different ways that you can appreciate your team in those five different languages. So kind of my top ways to do that. So that's over at uh, gratitudetoolkit.com. Okay, I love that. So we'll put all of that in the the show notes. Is there anything that you wanted to add before we sign off? Um, You've been wonderful. So I thank you so much for being here. But if you have any final words of advice or inspiration, feel free to share. Yeah. So I'll give a word of inspiration and it comes from a hike that I just did uh, last week here in the Smoky Mountains, uh, close to where I live. I hiked the third highest peak in the Smokies 
and which was a challenging hike. It went up to um, over 6,500 feet. And I passed a gentleman, he was resting with his wife. And I said, it's one step at a time, right? And he was like, yeah, that's right. And I think that's what we want to leave, you know, the listeners with here. It's just take a step Mm -hmm. um, because you won't progress if you stay still. And so while you might have gotten a lot of information here um, and from your other episodes that Jennifer has uh, so graciously provided in her podcast, um, it won't do you much good if you're just absorbing the information. You actually need to take some action. So whatever resonated with you in this interview, um, start with that and take that first step. Maybe it's just getting down a piece of paper and writing down one word that you're grateful for. And um, that's a a step in the right direction. So uh, that's kind of a parting word that I would love to leave the audience. I love that. That was beautifully said, Scott. Well, thank you so much. I'm sure uh, everyone who listens will be able to pick up on at least one thing that you've mentioned. I know I've picked up on a few. (laughs) I actually took a couple notes of what you said. (laughs) So thank you so much for being here. And um, yeah, I hope to stay connected with you and see what, what more is to come of you and in the healthcare space. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward. And I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.